Welcome back, guys, to Talking Dog Shit. Episode number five. So today we're going to talk about poop. Yep, that's right, a real shitty subject. No, but we are going to get to that, I swear. We're going to talk about nutrition. All right, it's a common question we get asked all the time here. How much food should I feed? What kind of food is the best? What time of day should my dog eat? Like, I'm kind of tired of hearing it, guys. Like, it's it's simple, right? You know how to eat. You know what's good for you. Why is it so challenging for you to figure it out for your dog? That one comes in a bag, ready to go, with instructions on it. Like, it's not that difficult, guys, all right? But no, really. So I, I'm a big, like, nutrition for dogs, the same ways for humans, right? So it's the same exact thing, guys. You are what you eat. So if you ate McDonald's every single day, would you survive? Yeah, you would survive. You'd be overweight and probably have a heart attack soon. But guess what? You'd survive like you'd make it. But if you ate a nice healthy diet consisting of the right proteins and the right vegetables, etc., would you live a much longer, happier, healthier life? Absolutely. So the same thing applies to dog foods. There's the McDonald's of the dog foods and there's the steakhouse of the dog foods. And then there's everything in between, right? So you got to find what works best for you as far as budget and what works best for your dogs because not all the time the best high quality food is going to be best for your dog. Uh, a great example is uh, there's a dog food out there. It's, uh, it's like $75, of dollars a bag and I don't want to start rattling off names because then people will hate mail me because of uh, I drop names in the video and etc. And I already said McDonald's a couple times, but I really don't like McDonald's, so. <laughs> but anyways, there's really expensive dog food out there. I've tried it with my dogs in the past, and it gave them the most liquid diarrhea I've ever had in my life. I'm sorry, you didn't like my liquid diarrhea, apparently. <laughs> I was trying to hold it too. Oh, no. <laughs> oh gosh. I'm sorry, y'all. So, Anyways, it gave my dog the most liquid diarrhea there was, and I'm like, this dog food is actually too rich for my dogs, meaning the ingredients in it were too strong for the digestive tract, so I had to taper back to something else. So, we are huge advocates, especially myself, of proper dog nutrition. Now, Rebecca, coming from the exotic animal world, I'm sure you can touch on this a little bit because you guys had to feed, like, I mean, well, tell us about it, because I saw a little bit when we went to the zoo, and it was like, holy shit, but go ahead. Literally. <laughs> anyway, sorry. It, my brain, ever since you started talking, has just been like, there's so many different things that we can say right now, so I'm going to do the best that I can we got right now. Minutes. Okay, all right. Keep it nice and quick. So, coming from a zookeeping background, too, think about it. Also, with dog food as well, there's either scientific formulas or holistic formulas which is like just ingredients that are naturally good for you too. If you see me feeding like lemurs and orangutans and porcupines and stuff like that too, I'm not feeding them foods with names that I can't pronounce. I'm feeding them foods that I know are naturally good for them too. Not only that, it does get very technical. Not every animal gets the same exact type of food. Everyone is dis different, their digestive system, all that stuff too. It is very complex. So like with what you said earlier, like, oh, hey, it tells you what to feed on the back. Don't do that. Please don't do that because we see so many obese dogs in here that feed according to the bag and it is not correct. So I will just start off with that. 
So yeah, so touch on the instructions on the bag. Don't hold me to this, it's not every single dog, but, I mean, sorry, every single dog food. But those instructions are generalized, right? So they say feed X amount of cups per pound of dog, etc. Well, that's also depending just like ourselves. How much activity is that dog getting every day? Uh, what type of metabolism does that dog have every day? Um, so, you know, a great example is, you know, humans, we have, what's it, BMI? Yeah, that's right. So we have like, <laughs> I think I should know that, right? Mr. CrossFit. <laughs> Dance class. <laughs> so you would, we have to eat a certain amount of calories per day in order to just min just live, right? We have to have be here just to live. And the same things for dogs. Now, if we add in a ton of exercise, right, we have to add more calories, right? That doesn't mean we're going to gain weight. It just means it's going to balance out. Um, so like my little nutcase pointer, bourbon, his metabolism through the roof. I mean, people would kill to have his metabolism. He can sit still and just burn energy and burn calories. So I have to feed him a very high calorie dense food and that way it equals out his metabolism. And then if I was to work with him more and do more exercise with him, I'd have to probably double or triple his food, but he's always very lean. Like he almost looks like he's underweight and it's because his metabolism's so high because of his genetics. Um, you have a similar style breed, so you deal with this as well, yeah, Alyssa, yeah, here. Yeah. I feed her uh, probably a cup and a half more than the bag recommends me to because, for one, I am a very active person. I hike a lot. Um, we go to the beach a lot. We do a lot of active things outdoors, and I also have a pointer, so her metabolism is faster. So in order to combat that, I have to feed her more in order to keep her from getting underweight. The other thing with feeding in the bag instructions as well is a lot of people take that too literal. So if your dog is, you know, a Cocker Spaniel, and it is only supposed to weigh, what, 15 pounds, but your dog's 25 pounds, and you're feeding what the bag is saying to feed 25 pounds, your dog's just gonna keep gaining weight. So you're not actually going to reduce the fat that is on their body, and your dog's gonna become more sluggish and slower and stuff like that. Well, Jason's turn. He feeds his dogs <laughs> Twizzlers, so. I mean, I was gonna say, you know, like, even on a bag of Twizzlers, it might say, serving size is two. I mean, for me, a serving size is at least three Twizzlers. Like, what am I gonna do with two Twizzlers? But, uh, so some information to pay attention to on the bag. You'll see a lot of dog food bags will talk about the protein and fat percentages. Uh, especially like the higher end sports stuff and things like that. You'll see like what's called like a 30-20 blend. That's a pretty common higher uh, protein blend of dog food but that's not always what you want to look for a lot of times we have to deal with calories and a lot of people look right over that on the dog food bags it doesn't matter how much you feed again we'll go back to the fast food theory here right if you ate burgers or if you had a good calorie dense steak or something like that they're going to be different sources of calories right so the same thing can happen with your dog food you can have a filler dog food that's going to have just a little bit of just lower calories but it's going to fill your dog up because it's got a lot of grain in it or you can have a calorie dense food which you feed less of but it's going to have a higher calorie intake um, like the dog food i feed is like i think almost 600 calories per cup most dog foods are going to be in your like 300 calorie range so you want to pay attention to that as well when you're trying to either add or take away weight from your dog's uh, body to add on to that um 
he mentioned you know the grains and the fillers that's a huge thing in the mid to lower quality dog foods they use a ton of fillers that's you know grain and wheat and corn corn is a huge filler used in dog food um, that's actually gonna bloat your dog up so that's gonna for one help them keep weight keep putting weight on keep holding weight but on top of that <laughs> but on top of that your dog's actually going to have lower energy because corn has actually no nutritional value your body can't actually fully digest it so that's why in your dog poop you will see whole kernels of corn so that's the same <laughs> what dog food are you when you feed corn you feed your dog whole corn? No, my dog doesn't get any grains. So but how are you seeing corn in their dog A food? lot of people feed their dog corn. I've never seen that in my entire career. Anyway, However, anyway. <laughs> I've seen it in my own poop. Just oh like my God. Okay, it's a filler. And so, now yeah. it's gonna open the doorway for the poop talk. <sighs> so I got super excited about this topic because one of the biggest health indicators for all animals across the board is poop literally part of our job that we never talk about because not everyone wants to hear about it is poop. It can tell you literally everything about a dog's health and nutrition just by looking at it because guess what? When you drop your dog off here for board and train, we're, we're definitely researching their poop every single time they go and we might be judging you a little bit. I'll throw that out there too. And finding very interesting things in there. We won't get into that right now, no. no. Here's something else we're also forgetting. Um, if you feed your dog, if you feed your kids junk food, like if you feed me Twizzlers all the time, right? Oh, maybe that's a bad example. All right, if you, <laughs> if, you, if you feed me fast food all the time or a child with fast food, nobody is going to be surprised if your child is a little off because they're they're not getting the right nutrition right so not only does food affect your health your size your bmi but it also affects your mental right people that are vegetarians they they feel that they have more mental clarity right that's what they say after they, i stop eating meat i feel i got more energy my mental clarity is 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 better right so we're not seeing feed your dogs vegetarian though <laughs> you're right right don't dogs are carnivorous people i don't eat people buying vegetarian dog food i don't know what's wrong with you um <laughs> but you know uh a lot of problematic behaviors people don't even realize that that also stems from the crap dog food that they feed all right so that's another thing you got to take into consideration when you're buying your dog food is how's my dog gonna act after i feed him this crap for three years four years five years you know so and to tie on to that rebecca for example she switched over to the dog food that i recommended and the first thing she told me a couple weeks later was oh my god my dog's energy has improved so much so like he was saying you know mental health and energy is a huge thing that is impacted by dog food along with besides the weight and the bmi so many things that people don't even notice um, until they switch to a better dog food bad breath poop teeth health um, things like your dog's coat how your dog just generally smells all of those things are impacted by how 
they're eating. Same with behavior. We watch clients all the time after they switch food. Wow, even after training, my dog's behavior increased even more into, you know, much more of a positive side because he's eating better, he's happier, he's more excitable, he's more energetic, he wants to get up and do things rather than sleep all the time. Alongside with the health conditions like tumors growing on dogs, cysts, dog acne, all of these things can stem from really crappy food. Good. So let's 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 sum this up here. So when you're researching a dog food for your dog, um, again, find something that fits your budget. You want to try to find something that there's an actual protein, at least in the top three, preferably in the top one or two. Either it be chicken, beef, whatever the protein source is. You want it to be in the top three minimum ingredients there. And if, not byproduct. You want it to say like deboned chicken or turkey, something like that. The byproduct is going to be still meat content, but less than you're going to really want to desire in a high quality dog food. If there's any form of grain, whether it be corn or barley or rice or any of that stuff in that top category, you don't want to use that. And you, I mean, just think about it yourself. If, if you can't pronounce it and you have no idea what the heck it is, do you want to be feeding it to yourself? No, so why are we gonna be feeding it to our dog? So if any of that's in those top ingredients there, I would stay away from it, all right? Um, next thing, look at the calories. I'm gonna say probably an average good calorie ratio is gonna be like three to 350 for a just everyday pet dog. Something that's not getting intense exercise, a couple walks around the block, things like that. Um, but if you have something that's gonna be a lot more active, then yeah, you want more calories, 400, 450, if you can find something like that. And then look at your protein and fat ratios. Do you have a very lean dog that's a very muscular built dog? Then you're gonna want more protein on that side. Uh, the opposite end of the scale, you're gonna want a little bit lower protein, maybe a little more fat to balance that out a little bit there. So look at things like that. Um, get your dog on a feeding schedule. That's also gonna be important for controlling their metabolism, right? Dogs are not grazers, they're not cattle. They're meant to eat in bulk. Again, if you if you saw a pack of wolves take out an antelope, that's not no, in the same country. Oh, I knew you were gonna say buffalo. something. Buffalo. Gosh. Buffalo. If you've seen a pack of wolves take down an antelope, yep, I'm sticking with that. <laughs> an elk, okay, they take down an elk. They don't eat a little bit, and they'd be like, all right guys, we'll be back later, and then come back and eat a little bit more, and then they go back the next day and eat a little bit. No, they eat all they can to the point that they're like ready to explode, because that's the way they eat. They don't just graze and just nibble here and there. So you wanna make sure your dogs eat the same way. They're not grazers, don't leave food out. Keep them on a feeding schedule. And then last thing, just research your dog food brands. There's tons of them out there. A lot of them have a lot of recalls. Stay away from those brands as well. You don't want to have things that had 30 recalls in the last six months because chances are they're going to come back. So research your dog food brands. I think all those things there, we all agree, would probably make your dogs a lot happier, a lot healthier. And one big thing about good dog food is you get less poop. That's right. They don't poop as much because they're actually absorbing the food. So that makes you as an owner happier because you don't have to take them out as much or clean up as much poop. And if you bring them here to board, we appreciate that because we don't have to clean up as much poop. 
So if you have any questions, guys, about nutrition, dog food recommendations, things like that, we didn't name drop a bunch of stuff, but we can make some recommendations for you if you'd like. Uh, we do actually carry some foods in-house that we could recommend for you as well. But if you have any questions, comment below, and we'll see you guys in the next video where it's going to get a little spicy because it's going to be girls versus boys. And we'll see you on the next episode of Talking Dog Shit. See you later, guys.